No matter how early you're up or how late you're running, when you start your day at Speedway, we've got what you need to have a good morning. Always fresh coffee to wake you up, cold drinks and breakfast to keep you going, plus a full tank to get you where you need to go. Crunchy, chewy, swirled, or sprinkled, however you start your day, we've got it to help make your morning a little better. Because when you get off to a better start, you go on to a better day. The convenience stores of Speedway. You always dreamed about owning your first house, or driving that special car, or opening that business. Unfortunately, you also had nightmares. Introducing the May Only My Good Dreams Come True policy from American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote. Find an agent. Visit AmFam.com. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. And Danny broke up with me on Instagram. So I said, excuse me! She's pro wrestling's queen of mean. But behind the scenes, she's got a heart of gold and a lifetime of experiences. From no-holds-barred tales of her relationships and rivalries to conversations with A-list superstars, the real Vicky Guerrero is ready to talk. Welcome to Excuse Me, the Vicky Guerrero Show. Excuse me! Excuse me! Hey everyone, welcome to another exciting week of the Excuse Me podcast. I am Vicki Guerrero and on behalf of my co-host, Jerry Strauss, we hope that everyone is having a fantastic week. Now before we go on to our special guest, we would like to remind everyone to spread the word about our podcast. Spread it to your friends, your neighbors, your co-workers, your fellow wrestling fan, your fellow actress fans, whoever you feel will enjoy this please let them know to go to their favorite podcast subscription and download our podcast, and we would love to see your support. Also, if you have any feedback, comments, or just give us any suggestions, go to excusemevicky at outlook.com and email us, guys. We'd love to hear from you. We have had such a great response of emails coming in, giving us all kinds of ideas, um, giving us some great comments and also some great suggestions. So please know that it's appreciated. And on behalf of Jerry and myself, we just can't do this without you all. So without further ado, we would like to um, continue with our special guest, Sammy Guevara from AEW. Welcome everyone to the Excuse Me podcast. It's Vicky Guerrero and excuse me. We are in 2020, everyone, and me being the boss of my show, I get to pick the guests from all over the world, and this guest for this week is such a treat for me because I have been watching him since AEW premiered on air, and we have none other than the Spanish god, Sammy Guevara. How are you? Excuse me. Oh, the good. best yeah. ever, the Spanish God. Oh, I'm doing good, Vicky. Much better now that I'm talking to you. Oh my gosh! You know, I um, I got to meet you personally when y'all were in Garland, Texas, and you're just such a pleasure to be around. And I love watching you perform. I mean, um, I I don't even know where to start with this interview because I have like a whole page of things I just want to talk about. But um, I just uh, ha Happy New Year, first of all. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Happy New Year 2020, a.k.a. the year of Sammy Guevara. 
And uh, I know you're on board already, Vicky, but for the people that aren't, it's okay. Stay tuned. You will be soon. Well, I, I mean, yeah, that's that's such an exact statement because, you know, if you haven't, if people haven't known who you are by now, they will very soon. Now, is your name Guevara or is it Guevara? I pronounce it Guevara, but, um, you know, I, if you ask my, my Spanish side, my Cuban side, how they pronounce it, they might pronounce it Guevara. You know, all sorts of different ways, but I say Guevara. I know uh, Eddie's mom would be like, "It's Guerrero, not Guerrero." Gets <laughs> 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 so mad at me. <laughs> but um, yeah, see, that, that that's the white part of me, uh, Mama Panda, <laughs> raising me. That's that's why I'm like Guevara. I know. It's, yeah, I understand that. So we both have the same uh, downfall. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> so like Sammy, you're from Houston. And how long have you lived here all your life? Yeah, I mean, I moved when I was like 10 to Katy, but Katy's like right there next to Houston. And then I'm now back in I'm back in Houston. Um, and I don't know what it is about this city. Like, I always say like, oh, I'm going to move to LA or Miami, but something about this city, it keeps me around. Like, this is home for me. Yeah, you know, when I was in El Paso, I always had a layover in Houston. And I just, I got tired of being in these layovers because I'm like, well, why don't I just move here and start taking direct flights? And I would have to say the Houston, the biggest attraction for me was the airports because there's so many options with Hobby and Bush. Yes. And I, I just recently moved. So I live so close to Hobby. It's so nice. And Hobby's not even a big airport. So I just drive 15 minutes from there. It's awesome. Yeah, you can't beat that. So, Sammy, for the followers and listeners who aren't familiar with you, um, how long have you been wrestling? And just kind of give us a little history of, um, you know, how, how this all came around to you, uh, becoming one of the lead, you know, pro wrestling superstars of today. Well, um, you know, I, I started watching wrestling when I was like 11, 12. And when I first saw it on TV, I was like, that's what I'm going to do when I'm older. This is a... Uh, I made my mind up right there. I was like, I don't care. Even though at the time I was like five foot, weighed a hundred nothing. Um, started training at the Booker T Academy when I turned 17. I went to uh, an independent show when I was 16. I tried to join it at the time. He's like, oh, you're too young, man. You got to, that's a horrible Booker impersonation. You're, you're too young, man. Oh, sucker. You, you can't join yet. Um <laughs> And so I had to wait a whole year. I was so bummed. Uh, if you ask my mom, like on the car trip back, I was so quiet. So I, I had in my mind, I was like, I'm gonna start training when I'm 16. My career's gonna start going. We're gonna we're gonna win the world title while, while we're 18. You know, I, I was a little wrong about some things. Well, it's okay. Um, to dream, <laughs> wait, what? It's okay to dream. Exactly. I always envisioned it, and I still do. Um, but then, yeah, I started training when I was 17 and then, uh, had my first match in December 11, 2010. And I've been wrestling now for nine years, which is crazy to think about and which is nothing for you. You know, you've been in this business so much longer, but for me, when I was a kid, I was like, I'm going to win the, the world title at this point. I'm going to go to this company. I'm going to do this, this. And it's so funny how things happen, but not exactly when you think they're going to happen. And they're not exactly what you thought they were going to be. 
Absolutely. You know, um, I've been to Booker T School and it's grown so much. I was there last year uh, when my daughter was was announcing and uh, doing some work there. Um, he's, you know, Booker T, you're in good hands with Booker T. I love him and he's such a great mentor and coach. Uh, how many, you know, did you do a lot of shows with him or did, did, did he help you? I was honestly, I was honestly there for less than a year. I only did one show and then, uh, and Booker always says he gives you the tools, but it's up to you to go out and use those tools. And so uh, I kind of I left there and uh, I just started trying to implement those those tools on the independence and trying to grow my name that way. Because I, 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 I'm very observant, at least I like to think I am. And uh, at the time, which, you know, I haven't done anything. I had one match. And I kind of looked around and it just seemed like a lot of people uh, – were content with staying, you know, just in, just in Houston. And, uh, so I was like, okay, let me go and try to do it this other way. And who knows if I'm right or wrong. Um, maybe if I would have stayed there the whole time, maybe I would have got, you know, maybe I would have got here a lot sooner, but you know, you live and learn. Yeah. And I think everyone has their own journey and we, you know, without having regrets from the past, you know, you're proving to me and everyone else that, you're on this road to success. I mean, you looking at you on, on television, it seems like you've been doing this more than 10, 15 years. I mean, I know you're young. I know you're 26 years old, but you have such a presence about you that has confidence and you're having such a good time that you just look like a pro. Like, you know, you've been doing this and this is where you want to be. So, you know, I, I, I commend you on your journey because you're, you're looking ahead of the future. And I think that's, it shows in how, you know, you're portraying that to the live audience and to the fans and even to all of us at home watching you. You know, I, I try to, I try not to get caught up too much in the, in the moments that are happening now and always focus on what's next. That'll keep me focused, keep me hungry. Um, never staying content. You know, I look at things that I'm doing and it's like, it's really cool. But I'm like, all right, this is cool right now. But if I don't, if I don't keep working, that's going to just stay back then. And then I'm going to go to the future. And then it's like, what's now? So I always yeah. just try to keep that in mind. It's like, this is cool now, but let's keep, let's keep it going. <laughs> you know, so there's so many things that I want to talk to you about because um, your YouTube channel, which is, uh, you know, uh, called the Panda Family. Is that right? Panda Fam? That's correct. Well, that's what I call, you know, if you're a subscriber, you're part of the Panda fam, Sammy Guevara on YouTube. We just uploaded a video today. I don't know exactly when this is coming out, but uh, I have lots of videos up there if you guys want to go check it out. I subscribe to your YouTube channel, and I'm, I'm such a fan of all your videos. I mean, you're hilarious. I mean, I'm, I'm laughing in my office, and my, and my dog's really giving me like, you've lost your mind, lady. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, that means a lot, honestly. Thank you. You know, the one thing that I, I was, um, I wanted to talk to you about on your YouTube channel is that you use a drone. My uh, husband has a business for drone, uh, you know, uh, inspections and infrastructures, and he does, you know, he uses his drone. And so what kind of drone do you have? I have the DJI Mavic, and I'm not sponsored by these guys, but I've had other drones, and I always recommend DJI. Um I've had other drones where like you'll fly it up and if it loses connection, it'll just start flying wherever it wants. Like oh. I had one drone fly up about five stories and then it, and then it just like lost connection and started flying into the side of this building. And, uh, that broke, 
but uh dji it's cool because if it loses connection it will uh it will go back to wherever you took off so you shouldn't lose it yeah we we're a big uh, family of dji here at the house and they're they're great i mean they're a little expensive so you do want to have that reliability because that's a lot of money to lose or you know to have it malfunction when you're 300 feet in the air <laughs> yeah or you know or just be an AEW contract guy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What I mean, money? I don't know. Well, I mean, my gosh, to give you a sponsorship, that would be awesome. I would, you know, we'll, we'll plug them in here too. So that way they can, you know, get their ears open and start, you know, working with you because that'd be a great sponsorship for you, you know, to, you know, gift you a drone, gift me a drone because it's my podcast. You know, we'll work together and scratch each other. Exactly. Back. Yes. Yes. You know, we'll there's always together. a motive, right, Sammy? <laughs> Yeah, and then, like, they'll send us the same drone, then we'll sell it, we'll pawn it, you know, we'll split the money. Yeah, I like yeah. it. I love this man's thinking so much. <laughs> <laughs> but in your, yeah, well, in your, you know, we're, we're thinking the same thing here. I like yeah. it. Heal the heal. That's what it is. Great minds think yeah. alike. Um, so in your yeah. YouTube channel, was, you showed that you went to Israel. I did. That was my first time going to Israel. Um I got to go to the Dead Sea. Have you ever been to Israel? No, but I, I'm watching your video, and I was now I want to go because it looked fascinating. Yeah, any I only had one real day to uh, to explore because literally after Dynamite, I think the one that we met, then I had to drive straight back to Houston, and then get on the plane that morning, go to Israel, then I got back Tuesday, and then drove to Corpus and then wrestled on dynamite the next week oh my god mm. you didn't look tired or you didn't look like you were gonna feel tired because you had so much energy backstage so um well think that's thanks to bang energy also not right. sponsored by them <laughs> man we have a lot of work to do sammy we have a lot of sponsorships to work with you <laughs> that's right the future's looking bright though i I'm, I'm excited for it all all the sponsorships all the cool things I get to be on your podcast right now. 2020 is looking awesome. Oh, so what was the promotion that you went for Israel? Tell me a little bit about that. Um, they're not too big. Wrestling's not the biggest in Israel. Mm -hmm. um, the guy's name is Greg, the promoter. I'm not too sure what his promotion is called. I'm a bad guy. I'm a heel. Okay, leave me alone. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll delete but, this part. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. Um, <laughs> But he's the guy, Greg, you know, it, it was just cool to hear from him. And I, I always love to hear people's stories. Like his dream is to make wrestling big in uh, in Israel. Like he brought me in. He brought Darby. He brought Billy Gunn. You know, he didn't really make any money off this show. But, you know, he's putting everything he has into it because his dream is that he wants to see uh, wrestling become huge in Israel. So I liked it just because this dude's like, you know, I mean, of course, we all need money, but he, that that wasn't his first objective was, like, to just earn a dollar. He wants to, like, have a great show for these people. Well, and that's how it starts. You know, you have to start somewhere in a promotion to get the, the word out and have these shows. It looked like it was a great show, I mean, from what you were, you know, videotaping, and the response was really well. I mean, just on your YouTube channel, people loved it. And I also especially love that you rode a camel. I mean... Tell us a little bit about that. Oh, yes. Um, I actually got to ride a camel the first time uh, earlier this year when I went to Pakistan. So this was my second camel I got to ride. 
and uh, it was really cool just because, like, they're basically dinosaurs. I, I said that in the video, too, but <laughs> they're basically, like, living dinosaurs. They're so big, and I don't even know how these, these guys, like, tame them because they're just sitting, chilling. Then they, like, say some, like, noise or speak to them, and uh, then all of a sudden the camel just gets up, like, no problem. Then they tell them to sit down, sit down. Like, they're like dogs kind of, too, which is crazy because they're so huge. Uh, so, with uh, you seem like you're the world traveler. You you just mentioned that you were you went to Pakistan and you're in Israel. Um, what are the differences of the shows that you see from worldwide to you know the ones in the United States? Hmm. Well, uh, well, in Japan it's a little different just because the crowd they react differently. Like they'll do the claps and then they'll be like dead silent until mm-hmm. like some crazy big move happens or a moment happens like because i guess over there it's more like they're watching this and they're being silent out of respect um that was probably the biggest one pakistan was cool um but that that was kind of similar israel yeah it's all kind of similar just like the languages are different that's that's basically the only thing wow okay um so also, okay, so getting back to AEW, um, you're part of the inner circle with Chris Jericho and- uh, Le Champion, other, Le Champion. And, and other misfits. Um, how has that been? Because that's obviously boosted your, you know, your um, exposure and your, of course, you know, more TV time. Y- y'all look like you're having a blast and from heel to heel, you know, even though our job is to stir the pot and, you know, cause some, you know, shit with the crowd and get them going, you generally look like you're having so much fun out there. Uh, you look confident. You look like you're comfortable. Um, tell us how it is to go, you know, and, and be with Chris Jericho because, you know, for him to bring you in and have all these other guys, like, uh, you know, just having this group that's so elite. I mean, I'm not using that as a pun, but it's just a really particular unique group that, that those you guys are the ones that are starting the crap <laughs> and i love when you guys come on so i'm like oh yeah now it's gonna get good <laughs> oh man it's it's crazy just because just to even backtrack uh to last year in october i was at i was wrestling for nwa 70 i never met chris jericho but for whatever reason he's watching the nwa 70 stream and uh i guess he saw my match and he texts everybody's like we need to get this guy. Like, who is this guy? Like, he gets Sammy Guevara. And then, um, so he's basically the reason I got hired in AEW, or one of the, the big reasons. Um, when you get Chris Jericho texting everybody, like, yo, we need to sign him. That's basically like, all right, you're getting signed. <clears throat> but then, um, but then, like, to actually be in a group with him, it's, uh, it's pretty crazy. Because I remember just back in the day, like, with me and my friends in my backyard, I'd be doing code breakers to them. But they'd be putting me in the walls of Jericho. <laughs> and now this guy's like, my, I'm in a team with this guy. I'm in a faction with him. It's, it's pretty crazy how, how life just kind of turns out. If you just keep working towards something, you never know how it's going to turn out. And like, just from the first episode of this year of AEW Dynamite, is we had Taz, we had JR calling my match wrestling against Dustin Rhodes in 2020. What a what a wild wild life. Um, <laughs> a lot of legends but, uh, there. Yeah, I know it's it's crazy, but um, to be in the inner circle, like I didn't believe it until it was gonna happen because I'm sure like 
as you know, a lot of things in wrestling, it's like things are said, but it's kind of like you believe it once you see it. <laughs> and then at the end of at the at the end of that night on uh, on Dynamite episode one, I just remember going back to the hotel and just thinking like, am I sleeping? Like, is this real life? I just wrestled Cody Rhodes in a killer match, which I lost, but we don't got to talk about that. Um, <laughs> and then I closed out the show by like forming this new faction. It was it's really wild. I feel like I'm going to keep saying that wild, crazy. Those are my key words because that's really what it is. Well, you know, it also looks like AEW is starting the storyline with you and Dustin Rhodes. Um, I saw the episode that aired uh, from Jacksonville, Florida, which is y'all's first episode for 2020. Um, you guys have a lot of heat between each other. And it's, you know, it's, it's not only just a storyline, but you guys are just perfectionist and it, it really portrayed in the match. How did you feel about the promo that Dusty uh, Rhodes put on you before the match? Do you feel like you're a follower or do you classify yourself as a leader? See, the thing is, it's like we're the inner circle, so we're like we're all a team. Uh, he's trying to go and get me to be like thinking differently, like, oh, you're a follower. <laughs> if I am a follower, it's okay. Chris Jericho multi-time world champion in multi-different promotions what a great man to follow so maybe i am a follower but i'm okay with that because that's the champion Chris <laughs> a little bit of the bubbly <laughs> a little bit of the bubbly so uh um as far as um uh, on the episode that i saw from jacksonville there is a thing that you've been doing with the cue cards during the commercial break <laughs> And yes. this one particularly caught my attention because you were asking Victoria Justice's sister to hit you up. <laughs> so, you know, me being the woman that, you know, can have a lot of hands in different things. Is there an interest? And in, in, is this even true? Or is this just something that you're just trying to dip your toes into and you, you're not sure where this is going to go? Or is, has there been a relationship going on between you two? I mean, hey, if you got the connections, let's make it happen. Victoria Justice Sister, hit me up. I don't know if she's able to read. I know that when it goes picture in picture, it goes like to a smaller screen, so maybe the eyes aren't that good. But hit me up. I, you so got your first name, listen, right? What? What's her first name? Uh, that's a great is, question. Is it Megan? I think yeah, Megan. Megan. Okay, because I saw. I wasn't sure. I'm not too familiar with Victoria Justice, but the picture with her sister, they're both beautiful. And I was like, well, maybe he, you know, I'm not sure which one he, he was trying to hit on, but I mean, my gosh, Sammy, you have some style. I mean, you know, the Mexican, you know, guy in you, I mean, you're going to hit up the, the cute girl. So, I mean, this all makes sense. I'm, I'm going to tag her in this. So that way, you know, whenever we do the podcast, it might get some eyes opening and some, some phones dialing. How's that? <laughs> I like it. I like the plans. We're doing this for everything. We got the DJI, the Bang Energy, Victoria Justice Sister. This plan is great. Yeah, uh, this is going to be fun. So we're both on the Chris Jericho cruise, Rock and Wrestling Ranger Part 2. And oh gosh, what, four weeks away almost? Maybe three and a half? And um, I am excited to party with all of you guys. Like, this is going to be a lot of fun. I've never been on a cruise. So what? this will be an experience. Yeah, I've never been on one. Sammy, we have the port of Galveston like an hour from us. I know. You see, the thing is, is I, I was too busy trying to take over the world. And, uh, 
But hey, now the world's combined, wrestling and a cruise. So it, that's kind of how I get to do anything. I get to travel only when I wrestle. So it only makes sense that the first time I'm going on a cruise is when I wrestle. That's it's gonna be. It's not gonna seem like work. It's gonna be like just a great time every day, um, you know. But a cruise, I highly recommend it because you have someone cooking for you, someone cleaning. From my point of view, that's a vacation in itself. <laughs> not to do anything. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. You said food, so you spoke my language there. I'm down. Yeah, this is gonna be a lot of fun. So many legends and. Uh, you know, reunion with the wrestlers and then for the fans to be able to be close to us and do meet and greets. Chris Jericho is just, he's exploding in all these great projects and these ideas. And I love how he works because I don't think he, maybe he probably sleeps maybe like two hours a day. That's what I'm, that's what I'm going to bet on because he's never stopped moving. I mean, he's just going and going. I, I see his social media and I'm like, I'm tired. <laughs> I want to go to bed. Honestly, yeah. It's motivation really just for me to see this guy, like, after all these years, he's done basically everything, and he's still going and still, you know, he's trying to help out the younger guys, and it's, it's motivating for me to watch because it's like, all right, this guy has done it all, but he's still doing it all. Like, all right, I need to keep working. If I'm feeling lazy, I look at that, and I'm like, I need to keep working. Let's go. You know, I've known Chris for probably over 25, 30 years, and our kids have grown up together, and, you know, the wives have always been together, and he's just a, a good, wholesome guy, and I love him to pieces, and for him to be able to mentor to everyone at AEW and to everywhere else that he wrestles, and, um, and he has his, you know, group Bozzy, he's just a, a good person that wants everyone to succeed and he empowers them and I think that's just you don't see a lot of that you know in the wrestling industry and I just commend him and he's um he, he's just a lot of fun and I just I love him to death and I can't wait to share his cruise with him and you know have a have a, a little bit of the bubbly with him <laughs> yeah you stole, you stole the word I was a little bit I was literally gonna jump in and have a little bit of the bubbly yeah. this has become the the Chris Jericho commercial I don't know how long we're talking here but uh, the rest of the time is just going to be us uh, sponsoring Chris. Five-hour energy is energy on the go. Well, what if you're not going anywhere for a while? Then five-hour energy is for getting stuff done while you're stuck at home, like doing an honest day's work for your boss. Getting rid of old clothes. Oh, my old bell-bottoms. Scouring the grout in your shower. Working out on that old stationary bike. And so much more. Go to the store or order online at shop5hourenergy.com. 5-Hour Energy. Energy for hunkering down. The Jeep Celebration event is here. Hurry in before time runs out. Well-qualified returning FCA employee Grand Cherokee lessees get a low-mileage lease on the 2020 Grand Cherokee Laredo E4x4 for $320 a month for 24 months with $320 due at signing. Tax title license extra. Call 1-888-925-JEEP for details. Requires dealer contribution at least through Chrysler Capital. Current lease must end by 331-2021. Extra charge for miles over 20000 Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery by 331-2020. Jeep is a registered trademark. <laughs> so what I wanted, um, I have on my email for my podcast, I had fans, we had, I stopped counting it over 100 emails, Sammy, that people were emailing all their questions. And of course we had to, um, you know, take some out and, you know, just kind of get to the, a, a few of the ones. So that way we don't take too much time, but if you don't mind, are you ready to answer some questions from our listeners? Let's do it. Let's do it. Hopefully they're all good. I mean, 
I'm the Spanish God and all. I, I see why you had to take some of them out. I'm sure some of them weren't too nice, but no, I'm, I'm down. Let's do it. Well, a lot of them were a lot of the same, but I mean, the response, Sammy, you're, you're loved by a lot of people. I mean, people love to hate you. And I think that's so incredible. Um, you know, another thing that I just want to talk to you about before we start the questions, you remind me a lot of Eddie in so many ways, because your, your smile, your charisma, uh, your high flying moves, just just the way you, that you show your confidence in the ring. I see a lot of Eddie in you. And I'm just, I guess that's why I'm so excited to have you on the podcast and to, you know, be your friend because it's just a little bit of Eddie that I see in you that it's just, I'm so proud of you. And I'm, I'm going to be your biggest cheerleader watching you from this day forward. Thank you very much. That's uh, that's a that's a big honor for for you to say that. So I do appreciate that. And I was going to ask you that at one point, because um, I was going to ask you what's your opinion of Jr. calling me, uh, you know, sees young Eddie in me. I loved it. I was, I even told Jr. I, on my Twitter, I put agreed. Because <laughs> I was That's just, awesome. you know, it's, uh, it's just, you don't see too many guys that, that portray that charisma and that love for the industry. And, you know, just all the stuff that you're involved with it's just like you're just in your own playground and you look so comfortable and i i enjoy watching you and so just know that you know you're doing a great job and i'm really proud of you i appreciate it very much those are some big shoes to fill but uh i'm gonna try my best here okay don't screw it up okay (laughs) (laughs) okay so on to our questions from matthew livingston Dear Sammy, what made you choose AEW over other wrestling promotions, perhaps like WWE? Well, um, the thing with the WWE is like they have so many guys that they're not even using. And AEW, to me, when I first saw it, it just like on paper, looking at it, I just knew it was going to be something huge. When I saw the first press conference, the people that got behind it, because uh, there was rumors before they had that press conference that this was going to be a thing. And then when it did and Chris Jericho was a part of it, people were like, oh, it's just going to be a, a fly-by-night thing. I'm like, you're, you're stupid. Like, yeah. everybody – and then, like, I heard some people didn't want to be a part of AEW just because they didn't know if it was a for-sure thing, which I, I understand some things in wrestling, it's uh, never a for-sure thing. But seeing all these people that were a part of it, you're dumb not to realize that this is going to be huge. So when I saw that, when they offered me that, I was like, let's do it, man. Let's, let's take over this world. Yeah. You know, that's a good point. Cause when you see Tony Khan and Jr. and you see Chris Jericho and Brandy and Cody, you know, I value them so much as performers and also as friends, you have to, you have to sit back and go, there is a lot of talent and knowledge and legacy in this group. How can they go wrong? And even if it's small, you have to start somewhere. I truly believe that in any industry that anyone gets into, you have to start somewhere. You just can't have success from the first day. You have to build it up. And that gives everyone a chance to prove to the world that, hey, this is what we're about. This is what we're going to do. Sit back and enjoy the show. And that's what I did. And I just became a, a huge fan. I mean, I love the product so much. Yeah, I mean, then our first show, MGM Grand, pulled uh, that thing out. It is wild. Yeah, that was incredible. Okay, so next question from Jazzy Bella. Uh, such a huge fan, Sammy. My question is, what inspired you to be a wrestler? Um, 
just seeing as like you're competing in front of thousands of people, millions watching at home, uh, you get to do these amazing athletic things in the ring. And then uh, watching guys like Rey Mysterio, Eddie, mm -hmm. guys that, you know, had good size but weren't the tallest of guys, and they became the world champion at what they do. Um, and it made me kind of have confidence, like, growing up, like, if they can do it, then I can do it too. And um, so just doing that, like, trying to make it all come true, but then also hopefully, you know, uh, inspire the next generation of wrestlers or as as kids watching like hey sam's not the biggest of guys but he's doing it and i can do it too yeah you know that was something that eddie struggled with for so long was in the junior heavyweights you know it was just no one looked at the smaller guy and but you know behold you know what what eddie and, and chris jericho and ray mysterio and so many other guys you know what they show is that it was david versus goliath and it was the dance around these bigger guys that caught the love of the crowd and that's where eddie focused it so much was that he goes it's not about the size it's about the entertainment and how you know they can you know show the show the crowd that they can wrestle these guys and still be the smaller guy and win and i thought that was that was a it took a lot of years for eddie to you know prove his mark and to really you know uh, you know, show the show the promoters that this can be possible. Don't just take the big guys because there's a lot more to offer in this industry. Yeah, pioneers. He pioneered the way for guys like me, Daniel Bryan, a lot of smaller guys who you know are doing stuff now. Because um, then when he was doing it, it's a whole different world. I feel like back then, <laughs> the land of the giants, all that. So you yeah, know, definitely. I always have mad respect for him, Chris, all the guys who came before to like allow me to do what I'm doing now. Awesome. Okay, so from Christian Martinez, how do you keep in shape? And don't just say bang, drink. <laughs> I was going to say steroids, but <laughs> just joking. Another sponsor. Um, <laughs> another sponsor. Um, well, I, I try to go to the gym every single day. I just recently started doing these boxing classes. It's more of just like group fitness, but it's good for cardio. And so if you start seeing me more cut up and, you know, this week, next couple of weeks, it's because, uh, it's because I've been doing that the past several past, like two months. But, uh, yeah, I just go to the gym. I have my workout schedule. I try to get an hour and a half in chest, buys, all that stuff. Uh, I always hate when people say like they don't have time for something. It's like, is that what it is? Or are you just really bad at your time management? Um, yeah. That's really what it is. We have 24 hours. Yeah. You can make the most out of 24 hours. Or you can make an excuse. And I'm not trying to make an excuse. Well, well Sammy, from a cougar to, you know, a young 26-year-old, your abs look great. And so I, I can see that you have no trouble keeping in shape. And I'll have to vouch for all the women that are going to, you know, vouch for that. I'm, I'm right there with them. So you're doing a great job. <laughs> Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, you know, best ever. Spanish <laughs> God, right? Okay, so next question is from Brian Nutbutter. What's the hardest thing about performing live on national TV? Um, I think maybe just the times. I'm sure you can attest to this more. It's like if times get cut. Um, it sucks. Like if you're in a match or if you're in a promo, whatever, all of a sudden you, you had five minutes before commercial. Now you have two minutes. It's like, 
All right, let's figure this out live on TV. The worst one that ever has me wasn't even in AEW. It was at a AAA Triple Mania. Uh-huh. We had like 15 minutes, something like that. And then I get to the ring after my entrance, and the ref's like, you got six minutes. And this is a four-way, so there's many guys to talk to about this, you know? I, I hate that. That's yeah. I think that is the worst part of, you know, going for a live. You have a set, you know, time. You got everything all squared away. Everyone knows their role. And, you know, that. but that was, that's what makes us professional is that we're able to go on the fly and talk to each other and make it work. But it's hard. I mean, it's not it's stressful it's definitely stressful and then the worst part is like you're 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 stressed out but you can't make it seem like you're stressed out <laughs> that's when you break yeah. out your video phone right and you just start doing a promo and get all the stress yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. exactly there's so much uh stuff that will never be seen on the sammy vlogs that i have just walked away <laughs> okay uh, let's see uh from ernie lopez Sammy, how old were you when you started watching Dragon Ball Z? Oh, man, I was super young. I'm, I feel like as long as I've been alive, um, like probably YouTube, five. You're a big fan of them. I, I've seen you, you know, fans send you gifts and stuff from Dragon Ball. Oh, yeah. Like, my whole wall is filled with a bunch of Dragon Ball Z pops, which I have a P.O. box. If anybody wants to go send me some cool Dragon Ball Z pops, but um yeah, no, like, a, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yeah, yeah Funko. Let's go. <laughs> but um like because uh, my parents are divorced so my mom worked a lot and so like I'd watch Dragon Ball Z Tsunami, um, waiting for her to get back home and that I just remembered for whatever reason Dragon Ball Z, like there's so many messages on that, even though it's like a kid's show, whatever. It's like, just don't give up and, like, work hard. You can defeat the bad guy. I just remember that, watching that as a kid. And just, like, be like, this is, yeah, I'm going to be Goku. I'm going to be Vegeta. Stuff like that. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so let's see. Uh, Robert Sonora asked, uh, how many cameras or phones or even equipment have you destroyed uh, since blogging? <sighs> wow. I think I broke four, three drones. Two, two, I think three drones I broke. From DJI? Uh, well, no, different oh, brands. Okay. I actually, okay, so I broke two non-DJI, and then I lost the third one in Monterey. I was going in some mountains, mountainy areas over there, and I flew the drone up, and then the wind picked up like crazy and took my tiny drone away. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, but luckily, it saves onto your phone, so I still got the footage. <laughs> but uh, not, not that drone. Yeah, I broke cameras. I broke so much stuff over the years. But it's all living and learning, you know? Well, I have a big job. I'm going to start working on a lot of sponsorships for you. So this podcast is going to do some work for you, Sammy. I promise. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. And then, you know, like I said, we'll we'll do the pawn thing where we just, like, split the money. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I'm just going to my <laughs> corner of my neighborhood and start selling the, the stuff. <laughs> yeah, do a garage sale. I know. Um, okay, from Israel Baqueta, um, is there any wrestler, past or present, that you would like to try and fight? Well, um, Eddie, yeah, that's like that an easy one right there. Yeah. Is there that would be, 
in saying him or uh, or Chris Benoit. I was a big Chris fan as well. Uh, his intensity in the ring was off the charts. So either one of them. I love Chris Benoit. I think he was such a legend. And it's just sad how things happen, but what a performer. I mean, him and Eddie just had some incredible matches, and I could have watched them all day just going back and forth with each other. Yeah, growing up, I literally was picturing myself across the ring from both those guys. I'm like, I'm going to make it by 20. I'll be signed, and I'll be wrestling (laughs) these guys. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Okay, Sammy. So uh, as far as um, we got, we're done with the questions. I always like to end with a funny um, question from our our guests. And uh, what is the funniest prank you played on someone? Hmm. I don't know if it'll be the funniest, but it is the most recent, and I found it pretty funny. <clears throat> so when I was in Israel. Uh, Matt Fidel was also on the show and he wrestled Billy Gunn and uh, Darby Allen and myself were in the back and Matt hasn't come back to his bag. And so we rip up a paper and we write, you kind of phoned it in tonight. Not cool, man. From Greg, the promoter. And we just left it on his bag. And then uh, we wait, wait, wait. And finally he comes and then he's like, what was this? I'm like, what? Like, we're just playing dumb. He picks it up. He starts laughing. Um, he's like, well, uh, now you know not to bring me in anymore. And then um, just joking around. And then he, but he, now he thinks Billy Gunn did it. He's like, oh, this is obviously Billy. And then, uh, you know, he goes up to Billy. And then um, Billy's like, no, I didn't do this. And so then basically the rib went from Matt Seidel then to the promoter because then Matt kept saying to him like like I get it you didn't like my match and Greg is one of the nicest guys like he'd be the last one to be like yo you had a horrible match he'd probably apologize like oh it's probably my ring or something like that so he kept saying like no I, I promise you I didn't write that like I loved your match he's like no I get it man you just I, I didn't do good I'm sorry man sorry I let you down oh no and we to this day if he hears this, maybe now he'll know the truth. It, it but, might. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and Seidel doesn't know. Nobody knows. Only me and Darby know this. Well, not anymore. I mean, not anymore. But Matt <laughs> has such a great heart. I mean, he's such a sweetheart, you know, and uh, he takes everything, you know, you know, t- close to heart. So I'm sure maybe we can tell him that, hey, you want, I want to listen to the podcast and you get some good, useful information. <laughs> Yes, but can you imagine like how bummed you'd be? Like you, you go and have this match. You come to the back. Hey, you kind of phoned it in. Like not cool, man. That would bum me out so much. Be like, oh, I thought I did good. Oh, oh damn. And you never told him at, at the rest of the trip. Nope. <laughs> good heel. Good heel. <laughs> and has anyone played a prank on mm. you that you can remember? Hmm. Oh, I'm sure it's happened several times. Maybe I blocked it out of my mind. I'm like, I can't deal with this negativity. Get it out of my mind. <laughs> mm, no, I can't think of anything that maybe someone's like, it just hid my bag or something like that. But I can't yeah. think of anything too bad. Well, that's good. <laughs> now you have to watch out. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, because I know the, the ribbing is much more popular. Like, I feel like it's really died down nowadays. Not yeah. too many people do it. But, that's uh, 
yeah, everybody gets offended nowadays. So. I know. Yeah. yeah, everyone's so sensitive. They need to like just calm down and have some fun. <laughs> yeah. No. See if you now if you're doing that, now I'm gonna go and out you on Twitter. Your career's over. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, we have to start some shit after today. This will be fun. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm um, looking forward to it. Yeah. So, um, tell my listeners. Guys, please check on Sammy Guevara um, on AEW on TNT Wednesdays, 8 Eastern Standard Time. Sammy, thank you so much for taking time out of your day off to, to come on our show. I am a fan of yours. I'm watching you, and you're doing a great job. And um, little Eddie is going to live forever in you. And I'm so proud that you're compared to him because you are just you're the epitome of him and you're going to, you're going to make him proud. I know it. And he's shining down on you from heaven and I'm going to be your biggest fan. Thank you, Thank so, you so much. much. I wish you a lot of love and success and um, I'll see you on the Jericho cruise in Miami. Yes. Thank you very much. Anytime you want to have me back for you, Vicky, anytime. Thank you. Gracias. And uh, take care of yourself and we'll see you next Wednesday night on AEW. All right. Bye All right. everybody. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> awesome. Okay, excuse me, followers. We are not done yet. Next is the exclusive tales from the interview queen herself, Miss Alicia Atute. Take it away, Alicia. Hey, everyone. It's Alicia Toot, and I am so excited to welcome you all back to Tales from the Interview Queen. Today, I'm taking you to the first time I signed at Icons of Wrestling in Philadelphia about a month ago. I was signing at the same table with Jordan Grace and overheard one of her fans in line. He kept telling her to look up his account on Instagram because apparently they've talked before. Jordan looked so confused but noted his username, and once he left, it was time for some investigative work. After meeting a few fans and signing some more she showed me her phone and tells me how she actually did look this guy up the entire so-called conversation and guys everyone listening right now i'm using air quotes on conversation here Uh, but the whole conversation was him talking to himself with no replies from her saying how he wants to meet her calling her all of these bizarre names off of her photos and saying some pretty gross things too the whole scenario blew our minds because he acted so casual and natural in front of her almost super sweet but said all of these things through the internet. So, to say the least, it not only shows the day and age we live in today, but also how interesting some encounters can be. There you guys have it. Thank you so much for listening to Tales from the Interview Queen. If you would like to see the story unravel in video form, please be sure to follow me online at Alicia Toot and check out all my interviews and my YouTube channel for thousands of great tales, interviews, and vlogs. Until next time. Thank you everyone for joining us for another episode of the Excuse Me podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Spreaker, or your favorite podcast platform. Check out our official Facebook page at facebook.com slash excuse me Vicky or follow me on Twitter and Instagram and email us at excusemevicky at outlook.com with questions or comments. Until next time, excuse me! Wow, how things can change from one week to the next. 
Hey, hope everybody out there is staying healthy. I know everything is super crazy. We feel disoriented by the COVID-19 virus. It's more important than ever to stay connected and check in with your loved ones. That's why I'm so happy I've got T-Mobile. Listen, T-Mobile isn't just talking the talk. They're taking measures right now to make life easier for everyone by doing the right thing for their customers during this really critical time. For example, T-Mobile has ensured all current customers with data plans have access to unlimited smartphone data on their network for two months. We're all in this together. T-Mobile truly believes that. And while many T-Mobile stores are temporarily closed to help keep customers and employees healthy, they've still got you covered with any help you need. Just check out T-Mobile.com. You can see what stores are still open and how you can manage your account online. Stay safe out there. During congestion, customers using more than 50 gigs a month may notice reduced speeds prioritization. Video typically at 480p, capable device required. You always dreamed about owning your first house, or driving that special car, or opening that business. Unfortunately, you also had nightmares. Introducing the May Only My Good Dreams Come True policy from American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote. Find an agent. Visit AmFam.com. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.